Hello, and welcome back to the Mary Makes Muscles podcast. It's great to have you here. I appreciate it. Today is Sunday. As I'm recording this, it is Sunday morning. It's been a good weekend. Yesterday morning, I got up, let's see, yesterday was Saturday. I got up around 4.30 and had some work to do. So I buckled down and worked straight through until about 12 or 1 o'clock. I got a few client check-ins in and had some great conversations with my clients. I just love talking to them and hearing about their progress and their wins and talking them through like any problems or obstacles they're facing. Also, I recorded some social media content and a few exercise demo videos for clients too during that time. But I wrapped up all my working by about one o'clock yesterday I headed out for a hike, which was awesome, and I'm so glad I did it because it was about 75 degrees out yesterday, and today is not going to get out of the 40s, and it looks like that's going to be the case for like the rest of the month. It's the middle of November now, so it's going to start to get a little colder. I think these warm fall days might be behind us a little bit, so I'm grateful I got out and enjoyed what might be the last warm day that we have around here for a while. After that, I spent my evening at the spa, which was really nice. My gym has a really nice spa, so I had a massage there that was great. They also have hot tubs at the gym and saunas and a steam room. So after my massage, I hung out there, did all of those things, and just kind of relaxed and read for a few hours. It was super relaxing. It was exactly what I needed. It got me feeling really refreshed. I've had a busy, somewhat stressful last couple of weeks, and it felt good to do something different and to take some time for myself last night. That's something that is so important. So that's kind of the little summary of how my weekend is going. It's been a great weekend. Um, This morning, I'm going to Ninja early. Then I have a few more client check-ins kind of midday. Then I am heading to dinner at my mom and dad's house and to spend some time with my family. So that should be a really great way to wrap up the weekend. I'm looking forward to that. There'll probably be some great food. There always is. So let's get into the topic of today's podcast, which is ways to lose weight without counting calories. I'm going to lay out some things you can do to lose weight when you're not tracking calories, whether it's because you don't want to or you can't. These are some habits that you can have in place to help you still lose weight and to still help you reach your goals. Now, before I do that, I want to say two things. Number one, I do think everyone should track their calories for some period of time at least because the knowledge you gain sticks with you for the rest of your life. But when I say you should track your calories for a period of time, I mean do it accurately, not not half-assing it. Actually weighing your food on a food scale in grams and tracking it in the MyFitnessPal app or whatever app you use. I'm still team MyFitnessPal over here, but I know a lot of people have migrated away from it and are using different apps. But whatever app you're using, you want to be accurately tracking your calories by weighing your food in grams and then inputting it into that app. But I say everyone should track their calories for a period of time and learn to do it correctly because you'll learn so much about food and about how much you are actually eating, about portion sizes, about macros, all of it. It's a great way to expand your knowledge about food intake and knowledge about what works for your body and for your diet. And another thing about these tips I'm about to give is that even if you are tracking calories, 
These are great things to do. These are good tips for you too. Because the things I'm about to tell you, they're habits. And that's what this journey is about. It's about building habits that you can take with you for the rest of your life. So whether you are or are not tracking calories, if these habits are in place, you'll be much more successful on your overall journey. These things I'm going to tell you are habits that lead to a healthy body weight, to good energy, to good health markers, all things that are very important. A lot of my coaching program is habit-based. I kind of give my clients daily habits to implement that will help them reach their overall goals. And once you get these habits in place, then you see results and you see progress. Without habits, really, nothing runs smoothly and consistency that you need isn't created. So no matter if you're tracking calories or not, these are great habits to create in your daily life. The first habit on my list of ways to lose weight without tracking calories is called the three meals and two snacks method. This method is um, pretty simple, and here's the protocol for it. You have three meals per day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and each one of those meals fits on one plate, and that plate consists, consists of half vegetables, a quarter of the plate is carbohydrate, and the other quarter is protein. And that's the entire plate. One half plus two quarters makes a whole. And one thing I'll hear sometimes is, well, how do you get vegetables at breakfast? And my answer to that is you put some vegetables in your breakfast. I don't know what else to say. It's not something that needs to be overcomplicated. There's nothing wrong with eating vegetables in the morning. It's not a hard thing you do. You just simply eat them. If you're having eggs, throw a handful of spinach in with them. If you're having a smoothie, a protein shake, put some kale in it. Saute some onions or peppers to go with your eggs. Or you can just put some frozen gr green beans in a bowl and eat them. You know, heat them up and eat them. Whatever it takes to get vegetables in your morning. That's what you have to do. It takes action. Sometimes the answer to how to do something when it comes to changing your eating habits and your nutrition is to just do it and not come up with reasons why you can't or to say it's too hard. I promise that you can manage to put vegetables in your breakfast if you put your mind to it. It's not something, if it's something you've never done, you have to be willing to try something new and try something different and not make a huge deal about it. Just take action and get some vegetables in your breakfast. So those are your three meals. Half your plate is vegetables, a quarter is some sort of a lean protein source, and the other quarter is a carbohydrate. Next are your two snacks a day. These two snacks, each one has to fit in the palm of your hand and is either a protein, a vegetable, or a fruit. So those are your two snacks, and I don't need to go way more in depth on this. Either a protein, a vegetable, or a fruit, and it fits in the palm of your hand, and you do that twice a day. Those are your three meals and your two snacks. If you do that, you are controlling your overall calorie intake. You don't have to track calories to lose weight, but your calories still always count, whether you are counting them or not. And with this method, you are counting them with actually, without actually counting them. If you do these things I said there, the three meals and the two snacks, you're controlling your overall calories right there, which is how you lose fat. Now, the next way to lose weight without tracking calories is to eat one big-ass salad a day. Now, I'm not trying to sound hypocritical here because, honestly, I've never been a big-ass salad person. When I lost over 70 pounds in 2019, 2020, I didn't do the big-ass salad method, but I kind of did 
because one meal a day I had would be 75% vegetables and the other 25% protein. I just didn't mix up the vegetables and make a salad because I'm not really a big salad person. But regardless of what I do, the big ass salad method works for many people for a few reasons. The first one being it gets you a lot of food volume for not a lot of calories, so it will fill you up. Now, of course, the makeup of your salad matters. If you're throwing a ton of bacon and avocados and cheese and smothering it in ranch dressing, obviously those calories are going to add up and it's going to defeat the purpose of the big ass salad. So this should be a salad consisting of mainly vegetables, definitely at least a palm-sized portion of protein. Then if you want to add, say, like a third of an avocado or a moderate amount of bacon to it, that's good all in moderation. Also for the dressing, obviously a lighter dressing will get you fewer calories and not to use copious amounts of like ranch dressing, let's say. Something a little lighter in moderation will keep the overall calories in your salad down. So be smart about the makeup of your salad here. You know what I mean. Um, If you're like chopping up a Big Mac and putting it in your salad, obviously that method won't work and we're not on the same page here about our big ass salad. Now, another good thing about the big ass salad is it takes some guesswork out for you. It keeps you from saying things like, oh, I don't know what to eat for lunch today. Because you know that every day you're going to have a big salad for lunch. Now, you can mix up the salad. You can put salmon in it one day, chicken in it another day, tuna in it another day. But you know that no matter what, your lunch will be a big ass salad. It makes it so you have one less meal to think about. And the less you have to think about and the less you have to decide, the better. The less decision-making, the better, really, when it comes to your nutrition. The fewer decisions you have to make, the more repeatable your tasks become. And the more you repeat things, really, the more habits you build, which is like what we talked about at the beginning of this podcast. Building habits is the purpose of this journey. And it's what brings you those lifelong results you're looking for. So two general rules when it comes to your nutrition are that you, your environment, it greatly dictates your actions and the less decision making you have to do, the better. So create an environment where your big ass salad every day is accessible to you and it becomes part of your routine without you having to think about it. Anything that is repeatable is a good thing. So focus on finding things that are repeatable that will build consistency So another habit here to help you lose weight without tracking calories is to eat protein with every single meal, like the three meals and two snacks a day method lays out. But I'm going to iterate here really the importance of protein specifically, because protein will help to keep you full. So you want to eat fewer calories overall. It will help to control your overall calorie intake. The number one thing I hear my clients say, my client Angie, for example, we just started working together about a month ago. And at our first check-in, she said, and I've heard it from all of my other clients before too, she said she couldn't believe how much less hungry she is now. She asked if it was really from the protein, which of course it is, but she really just couldn't believe how much it was working. Consistently eating it with every meal and keeping her protein up has just totally reduced her hunger and cravings, more so than she ever thought possible. So I'm using her as an example because it's not just something I say, like to hear myself talk. It's the God's honest truth. I saw it with myself 
and I see it with all of my clients now. So if you wanna lose weight without counting calories, emphasize protein in your diet and include it with every single meal that you eat. Identify your protein source, make it the uh, center of your meal and make sure that you're having it with every meal. In addition to keeping you full, protein speeds up your metabolism. It takes more calories to digest protein than it does carbs and fats. So you burn more calories just digesting it. Therefore, you're burning more calories and your metabolism has increased. It also increases your muscle protein synthesis, which means you'll build muscle, which also increases your metabolism. Eating more protein is the best way to increase your metabolism. That's something people ask a lot. My metabolism is slow. How can I speed it up? Eat more protein. That's the advice I have for you. It will help to build muscle. The more muscle you have, the more oxygen your body has to pump to that muscle. And pumping oxygen requires energy, energy in the form of burning calories. So that's where, you know, the thought comes that super ripped people with a lot of muscle can quote unquote, eat whatever they want and not gain weight. Now, of course, that's an exaggeration. They can't, eventually they will gain weight. But yes, people with a lot of muscle can eat more and it's easier for them to manage their weight because their body burns more calories sustaining muscle than someone with not a lot of muscle. You know, I'm currently in a calorie surplus and I'm eating around 3000 calories a day, some days more than that, and I'm not gaining weight. Not that I'm like super ripped or have a ton of muscle or anything, but I have a good amount of muscle. I've worked very hard to build it over the past three years, and that has definitely allowed me to increase my metabolism and eat more without gaining weight. And honestly, it freaking rules. I love to be able to eat a lot. I love to not have to, you know, worry a lot about gaining weight and things like that and to know that I can have complete control of my diet. And that is from eating more protein. It's from working on building muscle. So if you want to make it easier to lose weight and to manage your weight without tracking calories, keep your protein up. Um, going back to my calorie surplus, I'm actually going to do an episode, an entire episode coming up in the next week or so, talking all about my calorie surplus. So I'm pumped for that. And I hope you are too. And that I hope, I hope you end up listening to it and take a lot from it. Okay, so that was point number four. I want to say that was number four. We talked about the three meals and two snacks method. We talked about keeping your protein up. We talked about the big ass salad. And so maybe that was number three. I don't know. So let's get on to the next topic. Um, the next one will be that you're going to try to sit your ass down for everything that you eat. Sit down to eat your meals. Sit down to snack. Don't be grazing. Don't be eating straight out of the bag. Don't eat standing up. Put your meal or snack on a plate and sit down to eat it. This will automatically make you more mindful of what you're eating. And when you're not eating out of a bag or standing up or, you know, walking around the house doing other things, you're much more likely to overeat and to not be mindful or aware at all of what you're doing. So eat sitting down off of a plate. If you just start grabbing food and eating straight out of the pantry, you're much less likely to think about what you're eating and to make good food, food choices. Taking the time to sit down and put it on a plate and adding that 10 to 15 seconds of thinking to make you think about what you're doing will make a huge difference. So this tip seems simple, but simple is good. It makes a big difference. Eat sitting down. So that's the next tip. And now we're going to go on to the following tip. And we're going to call this tip number five. And that is to have a glass of water 
around eight ounces of water before everything you eat, whether it's a meal or a snack. This will help to fill your stomach so you eat less and control your overall calories. It puts something in your stomach. It fills your stomach before you start eating. Now, I heard someone say, or I might have had a comment on one of my posts or maybe a message directly. I don't remember. Someone heard on social media, probably on Instagram or TikTok, that too much water can slow down fat loss. And that's not true. Um, So just if you hear that, just know that it's ridiculous. Block whoever said it. You don't even have to tell them they're wrong. Just ignore it. Too much water is not going to slow down your fat loss in any way at all. It comes down to overall calories and drinking water is a very good thing. You don't need to worry about, you know, drinking too much water. Of course, you don't want to like just drink gallons of water every day because that can hurt some of your uh, vitamin and mineral absorption. But you want to be drinking a good amount of water every day. You want your pee to be a nice light lemonade color. So water before everything you eat will help to fill your stomach It also can reduce hunger because a lot of times if you think you're hungry, you're actually just thirsty and drinking water will help you realize that and it will uh, curb your hunger because you were actually just dehydrated possibly. And a few things here, you know, I'll tell people, clients in particular, to do this method and sometimes I'll hear them say, well, I drink plenty of water. I don't necessarily need to have it with meals, but don't worry, I'm getting my water in, which I think is awesome. I think it's great that they're drinking plenty of water and staying nice and hydrated and making that part of their daily routine. But the purpose of this method specifically to drink it around meals is that it helps to fill your, fill your stomach so you reduce the amount of food you eat because you're more full. So drinking the water specifically at meal times is beneficial for weight loss And that's why I say it. It's not just for fun and it's not just to hear myself talk again. These specific tips I share are valuable and they're specific for a reason because I want you to succeed and reach your weight loss goals. And this kind of makes me think of a client of mine, Kevin, who we were talking, I want to say like last week sometime, and Kevin's crushing it. He's been consistent. He's been working hard and is seeing great progress. But I gave him this water idea and he basically told me, it's not going to do anything. Like he told me he doesn't think that'll work and that he's going to eat the same amount no matter if he drinks water or not. So, you know, I asked him to humor me a little bit. I gave him a little challenge and I said to give it a try for your first three days on vacation. He was heading on vacation for about a week and he wouldn't be tracking calories. I told him that this might be a great way to control his calorie intake on vacation. So he agreed to do it. And what did he tell me when he got back when we talked last week? That he ma- he felt like it made him eat less, not just because he was more full, but it made him more aware of what he was doing. It made him think and made him pause before he started to eat. He would have that big glass of water and then think about what he's going to do next, which was how much he's going to eat, what he's going to eat. But having that glass of water helped to fill his stomach and it helped to increase his mindfulness around his eating. And this is just another example of where habits and mindfulness are so important. Creating this structure, it gets you thinking about what you're doing and how much you're going to eat and what you're going to eat. I swear, I'm, I'm not steering you wrong here. Give these things a try. Drinking water before you eat is repeatable, and things that are repeatable are what build consistency, and they're what yield progress. Next up, I, I again, I don't know what number I'm on, so we're going to say number seven, This is to have the same breakfast every day. It might seem boring, but it works and it takes the decision making out of things for you. 
you know you like this breakfast and you know that it's a meal that helps you to reach your goals. And if you do this, if you eat the same breakfast every day and you eat a big ass salad every day, right there, you have two of your three meals for the day figured out already. And like we said already, the less decision making, the better. If you want to lose weight, make it easy for yourself. Make things less complicated by making things repeatable. Establish habits and routines and your life will get easier. I promise. If you do these things, these habits and routines that I'm laying out for you in this podcast, if you do them eight out of nine, eight or nine out of 10 times, you're going to be golden. You're going to be building consistency. Things are going to be simple. They're not going to be stressful. They're going to be less complicated. And that's what it takes to see progress. I cannot stress enough the importance of keeping things simple and not overcomplicating it in your mind and making things harder for yourself than it needs to be. When you overcomplicate things, you're taking yourself and you're taking the opportunity to change away from yourself and you're taking the progress that you want to see away. When you make things complicated, you're almost talking yourself out of change. What you want to do is make things simple and stop building roadblocks that don't need to be there. When you overcomplicate things in your mind, that's what you're doing. You're just setting yourself up for difficulty instead of making things simple. The less time you have to dedicate you to your nutrition, the better. The less time you have to spend thinking about what you're going to eat, the better. We're all busy. I'm busy and I know that you're busy too. And guess what? I eat the same food pretty much every day for breakfast and lunch and for my snacks. Breakfast, I have a yummy breakfast casserole. It's made with potatoes, eggs, turkey sausage. I put some spinach in there. And then lunch is chicken and rice with some sort of green vegetable every day. For my snacks, I usually have either fruit or Greek yogurt. Not usually. That's always my snacks. I have either an apple, a banana, or Greek yogurt sometime throughout the day. The only meal I really mix up is dinner, and that just makes things so damn easy for me. Everything's repeatable. I don't have to think about what I'm eating at all, and those are the habits I try to build with my clients too. Just creating structure, creating routine, creating things that are repeatable so that you can build that consistency you need in order to see progress and to see results. So every meal doesn't need to be exciting or some complex recipe, especially if you're serious about your weight loss goals. Really, 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 I encourage you to think simple here. Simple is so much better. You know, the more I work with people and the more I talk to people on DMs, as I become more experienced and I start to reach more people, I see them making it so damn complicated for themselves. And I just want to tell them to stop overthinking everything and to just do something simple that works. Simple and repetitive, you know, it might not be sexy, but it works. And if you want to see results, create a routine and be willing to be boring. Boring is a good thing. Consistent is good. That's how you see the progress um, that you want. The final way and the final tip I have for you to lose weight without counting calories is to take some time to meal prep and meal plan. If you meal prep and plan for, say, 30 minutes a week, you're setting yourself up for way more success and making the rest of your week much easier. And we talked about how making things easier is a good thing. You'll eliminate work for yourself later in the week and you will take guesswork out for the entire week. One thing I'll ask new clients when they start is an area where they can improve. 
And one thing I'll often hear is they need to get more vegetables in. Vegetables are a big response. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. I agree. Vegetables are really important. But how are you going to do that? You're going to need to make time to plan and prepare those vegetables, to slice them up, to clean them, to cook them, lay out step by step how you're going to get more vegetables or let's say more protein in your diet, for example. It's good to know that you need to do these things, but you need to come up with a plan. And that plan often comes down to meal prepping and meal planning your food. So you need a plan and you need to take time to do some meal prep and to do some meal planning. You have to take action to make it happen. Now, meal prep and meal planning, it doesn't mean it has to be like this perfect, beautiful refrigerator where every little portion is put into a container, but you need to know what is ready and what is um, accessible for you to eat. That way, you know what's in your refrigerator and you have a plan for the week ahead. That's the last tip, to take some time to do some meal prep and meal planning. You might need to make time for it, but if it's worthwhile to you, you will do it. You will find the time for what's important to you in order to reach your goals. A little bonus I'm going to throw in here is as far as your protein goes, I talked about the importance of protein. To help you reach your overall protein goal, have a protein shake once a day. You can have it with a meal. You can have it as one of your snacks, but adding one protein shake to your day will help with fullness and it will help you to reach your overall protein goal for the day and to keep your protein up. So that's another tip to lose weight without counting calories is to make one of your snacks every day a protein shake or to just add it to a meal in order to increase your fullness for that meal. So that's just kind of a little bonus there. I just wanted to throw in there. Have one protein shake a day. Um, It can be like protein powder mixed with some water or some uh, plain almond milk or something like that if that's good. Or you can throw a scoop of it into a smoothie. Just some way to work a protein shake into your diet. I really like the Premier Protein Shakes. They make a lot of uh, great flavors. So that's a bonus tip there at the end. Have a protein shake every day. Now that wraps up this podcast on how to lose weight without tracking calories. I hope you found the information helpful and I thank you so much for listening today. The number one thing I would like you to take from this episode, I like to always throw this in at the end is kind of the number one takeaway. Today's number one takeaway is to be willing to be simple and repetitive on your journey. I said it's not sexy, but mundane consistency in any area of your life you're trying to improve is what yields progress. So be willing to be boring, be willing to repeat the same thing over and over again. Um, If you have any questions for me or just want to, you know, kind of chat, send me a DM on Instagram anytime. You can follow me on Instagram. It's at mary.makes.muscles. Please, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know. Go ahead and share it with friends. Share it on your story. I'm sure that there are people in your life who will benefit from hearing these things. And I would love to be able to reach more people and help them out and make reaching their fitness goals easier for them. So please, if you have any questions for me, I'd love to hear from you. Send me a DM and we will talk soon. Have a great day.